Soul Recovery is not just this podcast. It is a community. And each month on the first Monday, we get together on Zoom to support each other. I give a topic, then we break into small groups. It's a powerful way to be seen and witnessed and heard and supported through your own soul recovery journey. This is free to attend and open to everyone. Go to the website to register. The next one is May 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Also, in June on the 8th and 9th is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. We're rapidly coming to the end of season three of the Recover Your Soul podcast. I'm playing some of the bonus episodes that were popular for those people who get an extra Recover Your Soul episode every week on Fridays by being an Apple Podcast subscriber or Patreon member. This particular episode is called Advice or Opinion. I know that when I started my soul recovery journey, I didn't really understand the difference between these two things. And I was notorious for being someone who loved to give my advice to everybody. Turns out they weren't asking for it. That means it's an opinion. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recover Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started Recover Your Soul after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism, control addiction, and codependency. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery to help others transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change outer positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach, I can support you on your path to make real changes that will bring you a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions, read the blog, listen to some of my original music, and subscribe to receive email updates. I think of Recover Your Soul as a community. Follow us on social media and join the private Facebook group to support each other and connect. For an extra episode each week and to support this podcast, become a Patreon member or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. In this episode, we are going to talk about the difference between advice and an opinion. Totally different things, and yet both important in our lives. But to be able to differentiate between the two so that you know when it is desired and wanted from somebody and maybe when it's coming from your own control, from your own desire for things to be a certain way. I didn't used to know the difference between opinion and advice. And it is still something I'm working on. So I want to talk about it partially because it's up in my life of being mindful in my communication with people, whether I'm giving advice or an opinion. I know that when I was struggling and frustrated and not sure what was going on in my relationships and why there wasn't connection, why there wasn't communication, why it seemed like I would say the same things over and over and it's as if the other person couldn't hear a single word that I said, what was going on? And then you have friends who 
come to you and they've got a lot of stuff going on and a lot of hardship in their life and they are talking about how that is and you want to connect with them and you want to tell them how to fix it, you want to help them. And then when you start talking, it feels like they shut down, like they stop feeling safe to share with you. So what are those reasons? Why is that happening? I think the difference is because there is a difference between advice and opinion. Opinion is what we think. Opinion is how we perceive things. Opinion is our preconceived notions. Opinion is oftentimes our ego self that has had all these experiences that thinks that we know a way to do it, that we see somebody doing something and we think, oh, there's a better way to do that. Opinion is what's in our mind. Advice, true advice, means that somebody asked for it. It means that someone has come to you and said, can you help me work this out? I'm not sure how to deal with this. I'm wondering if you have any advice on this. Can you give me your advice on what you would do? And then when we are coming from an advice place, a healthy advice place, we're also not having an attachment to if they follow this advice of ours, what's going to be the outcome. When we're really in a healthy place, we can actually try to get our ego self out of the way and be more in connection, listening better, allowing ourselves to hear what's really going on with them, have time to discern, to contemplate where they're at, what's in their lives, not necessarily what you would do, but maybe some advice as to what would be helpful to them. And letting go of the outcome, as I just said, really letting go of if they do this, then they will be all better. That's an opinion. Advice really means, here's what I have to say, take it or leave it. Advice also, when we're in a healthy place and coming from an open spiritual mind, is the direction of source that might be coming through you as you're connecting and really listening attentively to what's going on with them. I know when I'm in opinion mode, I am not really listening as attentively. I catch myself a lot interrupting people. And sometimes I'm interrupting them because I want to hurry up and get to this great thing that I want to say. And every single time I interrupt somebody, I think, slow down. Everybody needs to say the whole, whole thought process that they're going through even if it's a repeat for you, even if it feels like you've heard it before, to be a good listener, to be a good friend, to be a good confidant, to be a good partner, to be a good boss, we need to allow people to have their full stream of thought. Because when we interrupt, we're cutting them off from that stream of thought. And again, this is something that I catch myself doing both professionally and socially, and I am working on it. I also catch myself professionally and socially still sometimes navigating between advice and opinion. Now, when people come to me for soul recovery, they are asking for advice from me. And sometimes I catch myself getting into the place where I have an opinion about something. And luckily, I'm in the spiritual mindset that I can catch it, that I can have an awareness about it. 
that I'm catching myself having an attachment to what this person is going to do once we get off of our Zoom call. I have huge compassion and empathy and my heart is wide open to every single person that comes and does coaching sessions with me and I want them to be happy. I want them to have transformation. I want them to be able to relieve themselves of the pain. But it's important that I'm not attached to the fact that something that I say will be the answer. What I should have connection with is that through our co-creation together, through active learning, active listening, through connection, through listening to the guidance that I get from source, that I allow people to see themselves, to feel their wholeness, to be able to work things out and that maybe something that I'm mirroring back or a new concept or new idea sparks in them something that reminds them of who they are. I'm not there to create something that doesn't exist. They already are wonderful. We just forget. We get lost in our ego and in our pain and our pain body and our blame and our shame. So I'm just here to remind people I don't have anything that is anything anyone has not heard before. It's just that they're ready to listen. So that's on a professional level. But when I'm hanging out with my husband or I'm hanging out with friends and I catch myself wanting to insert coaching or wanting to insert great ideas or here's what you should do, I'm in an opinion place. And that is a place where we need to be really cautious. And I know for me that when I'm sharing what's going on with me, I'll use Rich as an example. When I'm sharing what's going on with me and this weekend, for example, I have an event on Thursday night that is for a really good friend that just published a really important book about helping her husband die with dignity. And then on Saturday, I'm officiating a wedding. And then on Sunday, I have two churches that I'm going to be a minister at. And in addition to that, the podcast on Monday and Friday, in addition to that client. So it's a really big week. And I was just commenting to Rich that doing the podcast for me has gotten into a flow and that I was nervous about a couple of the other events, the book event and especially the officiating event, because it's a really big deal. You know, you want to do it just right. And I witnessed him wanting to help me and wanting to give me his opinion. And so he gave me wonderful opinion about how I could practice and things that I could do and maybe I should read it over. And, and those were great opinions. Interestingly enough, they were what I was going to do already. That was already what was in my heart. What I just needed someone to say was, yeah, Rach, you've got a lot going on, I'm sure. It feels overwhelming, but you got this. You're great. It's going to be wonderful. And when we don't get that backup, when we don't get the backup of who we are and what we already know because somebody else is trying to quote unquote fix us, it can feel deflating. So when we're helping somebody else and we take a look at what is it that is my motivation behind what I'm saying? 
And I catch myself in situations such as wanting to help people with something that's going on with them, maybe business-wise. And because I've been doing my own Recover Your Soul business, I don't think of it as a business. I think of it as being of service, but um, it is self-supporting through my own work and through your contributions to me. So thank you for those. When I catch myself wanting to help somebody else, help somebody else and say, oh, you should do a podcast because it's been really great for me. And they didn't have that in their ideas yet. It wasn't even on their radar. I have to be cautious about inserting what has worked for me, what's going on in my life and thinking that that is a blanket helping tool that will work for everybody else and wherever they're at. And sometimes it's a spark of insight to share with somebody something that they didn't see in themselves or they hadn't thought of before. So you don't want to totally cut down and not listen to those guidances. But my motivation really is, here's what worked for me. Maybe it'll work for you instead of listening to what are they interested in? What is their main goal? What do they love doing? What is it that gives them a spark of excitement? What are their talents? Who are they trying to reach? I love it when I'm meeting with somebody who is also self-employed and hearing their ideas about what's going on with them, not that they're telling me, but that you're listening to them be stoked. And then sometimes that'll spark something in me that'll open up an idea, which feels more empowering. It feels better than having somebody sit down with me and say, you should, you should, you should, you should. We're shooting all over ourselves. And we don't want to shoot over anybody else. But when we give people advice, it's a very vulnerable, personal thing that someone's asking for. It means that somebody is entrusting you with their heart. And sometimes advice really is a way to help them reflect with themselves what they already know, how they already feel. They just need somebody to back them up. To be able to say, it's okay to be really angry about what's going on. I can see that that would make me feel really sad. I'm sorry you have to go through that. And then they say, what would you do about it? Well, I'm not in the same situation that you are, but gosh, I'd really want to make sure that I was taking care of myself. And I'd love to see you take care of yourself too. That's very different than saying to somebody, oh my God, you should leave that no good husband of yours. I can't believe that he does such and such and such and such. Then you have somebody who's in their own experience, feeling their own feelings, having their own push and pull of reasons why they should or shouldn't. And when somebody is adding on to that layers of this is how you should be and this is what you should do and this would be the right thing to do, it's only adding more potential shame and more potential guilt. And coming from shame and guilt is not ever providing us with a foundation of trust, self-growth, self-esteem, the ability to see the value of who we are, to have the strength to navigate through any situation. So again, I'm working on this myself. I'm not perfect at it. That's why I love talking about this stuff because it helps me remind me, remind me who I am and how I want to be in the world. And that by being a better listener, actively listening 
to what somebody is saying instead of spending that time while they're talking, trying to formulate how I'm going to fix it for them. And be mindful and aware of, are they just needing an ear right now? Do they just need love and support? Do they need somebody to remind them that they've got it? I'm here for you if you ever need anything. Those words can be so helpful to somebody. Yeah, I can tell that's really hard. You're really brave for going through that. Wow, that's empowering. Instead of taking the power away of telling somebody what they should be doing when they didn't ask you what they think you think they should be doing. So contemplate that. Think about it. When you're connecting with people and talking to people, and even when you're thinking about other people, are you thinking about what they should be doing? Or are you having empathy and kindness about where they're at, what's going on in their life, and just holding space for them, giving them prayers instead of spending your time and energy by yourself mulling over how they could be doing it different. We don't want people doing that about us. We're all just here trying to figure it out. And the more we allow each other to have the power of our own feelings, of our own decision-making, and holding space for somebody else so that they can feel their own strength, the better off we all are. And our relationships are all better off. I hope this was helpful. Until next time, namaste. Are you wondering, how do I go deeper on my path to soul recovery? Or how do I support this great podcast? Well, here's how. Here's your call to action. If you're ready for real inner change and would like to work directly with me, visit the website and book a coaching session. I'm here to support you on your unique path. I'm here to help you let go of the past, to deepen your connection with your higher power, whatever that is for you, and to discover and then step forward into a happy and healthy life. You can also become part of our soul recovery community. One way is to join the support group. It's the first Monday of every month. It's by Zoom from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Time, and you can register on the website to get your Zoom link. Recover your souls on social media. Of course, there's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, lots of ways to connect, and there's even a private Facebook group that will allow for more communication and conversation about soul recovery. There is also an extra bonus episode every Friday if you are an Apple Podcast subscriber or Patreon member. I'd also love all of the listeners to subscribe on the website so that I can keep you informed on what's going on with the podcast, the community, with me, and anything that's up and coming and new and great about soul recovery. Also, if you just take a little bit of time to give me five stars, a quick review, and to share the podcast with your friends and family, we're helping even more people to have soul recovery in their lives. If this podcast is providing you spiritual nourishment and inspiration, thank you, thank you for going to the website and pushing the donate button, whatever donation feels right to you. This means so much to me because I have this enormous mission of sharing soul recovery with the world and your donations, your bookings, your subscriptions, your being part of this community is helping that to happen. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul.
The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.